welcome to the Positive Music Producer Podcast with me, Mike Elton, where we focus on music, mindset, and growth. And I'm hoping that by sharing my journey in music with you, it will inspire you to create your own. Hello, welcome to episode seven of the Positive Music Producer Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I recently watched a great video of a beat breakdown. And one of the things about this video I liked was that it demonstrated a great tool to use when making music. It's almost like a secret weapon that can help you make great music. And before you think about it, it's not some clever plugin or tool that you can use. It's as simple as using a reference track. Now, I've spoken about using reference tracks before, and that is what I want to discuss and talk about in this episode. If using a reference track is something you are not currently doing when making your own music, I would recommend it's something you start doing, especially as a beginner in music production. So if you've just started out making your own music or you're a newcomer to music production, then this will massively help you out. The reason I say this is there are several great benefits and reasons why you need to use a reference track. In the last episode, I mentioned that one thing I think will benefit you as a music producer is getting a good understanding of the characteristics of the type of music you want to make. And to be honest with you, one of the easiest and best ways you can do this is by using a reference track. Now, if you're wondering what a reference track is, if it's something you're not familiar with, it's basically using a song in the style of music you want to make to help give you a guide to follow to make that type of music. And if you have heard of a reference track, you may have heard of the concept of of using a reference track before, and you might have heard a lot of producers telling you to reference your mix. But I personally think if you're only bringing in a track to use as a reference during the mixing stage, then you're missing out on a great opportunity in making some great music. And I want to discuss later on in this episode when and how to use a reference track but I personally I use a reference track right at the very beginning you know a reference track to me is a great tool to help you make better music and it can give you just a better understanding of what goes into making the type of music that that you want to make you know because you can get inspired by some of the best music already out there and some of the music that you love to listen to so if you can't tell i am a big fan of using a reference track and what i want to do is i want to share with you why you can benefit from using a reference track when making your own music so as i've mentioned before One of the main things I think you can really benefit from as a music producer is knowing the characteristics of the type of music that you want to make. And what I mean by characteristics is the type of instruments that are used, the overall feel and vibe of the track, what textures and effects are being used. You know, I mean, for example, if you take lo-fi hip-hop and 90s hip-hop, just as an example, uh, just thinking up about it off the top of my head, 
mainly 90s hip hop because that was the subject um, used in the beat breakdown video that I watched. So the guy made or showed, sorry, a breakdown of a 90s hip hop track that he made and also explained how he used a 90s hip hop track as reference to make that track. So if you take lo-fi and 90s hip hop as an example, both of these are in the genre of hip hop, but each has its own characteristics that makes one different from the other. So to help get a better understanding of the differences between the two, just listen to them. You know, and I'm sure you'd be able to tell. One of the main things I'm sure would jump out at you is the ambient textures and the low f fidelity sounds that are used in lo-fi, such as rain and vinyl noise. Those are quite common things that you're going to find in lo-fi hip-hop. This is not something you'd typically use in 90s hip-hop. You'd want a much cleaner sound. And that's what I mean by the characteristics of the music. And another thing you can get by using a reference track is a better understanding of the type of instruments that you should use in your productions. Just listen to tracks in the genre of music you want to make and note down what type of instruments are used. I mean, take drums for example. Just listen to the drums. Are the drums electric or acoustic? And it's like the same with bass. Is the bass electric? Is it a synth bass? Or is something like an 808 being used? These are the type of things kind of you might want to listen out for. You should also listen for what types of instruments are used. You know, is there piano, guitar, strings, vocal samples, or whatever else you, you can hear, or, or just try and pick out what you feel is there. And what you might find is if you listen to several songs in a similar genre, not all will use the same instruments in all the tracks, and you might find that different artists in the same genre might use different instruments, but just by listening, you can get a real good idea of what the common instruments used in that genre are. And this will give you a really good starting point to know what types of instruments you should be using in your own productions. And also by using a reference track, you can also get a better understanding of musical ideas. And what I mean by this is things like the types of chords that are used. You know, think about when you listen to the music, are there common types of chords used? And I'm going to give you not such a big secret here. You will most likely find there are. You know, if you listen to several popular songs, and, and maybe you've seen, the, I think there's like a video on YouTube that shows how like loads of popular songs use the same chord progressions. You know, it's not a massive secret. You know, there's only so many chord progressions that can you can come up with. So it's not uncommon to find similar chord progressions used across multiple songs in one genre. You know, it's not a massive secret. You can also get an idea of the best tempo to use and an idea for melodies. To be honest, the list of ideas you can get by using reference tracks can be extensive, but hopefully this just gives you an idea of the types of things to listen out for. And, and a tip you can use to get a better understanding of the tempo and the chord progressions used in some of your favorite songs is to just simply Google it. Chances are you will find it online. And if you can't, then just Google the tempo and chords that are commonly used in the genre of music you are making. And, and then just use one of those, you know, just program it into your door and just build from there. 
Some other musical ideas you can get from a reference track are the drum beat and the bass line and just how they all work together. You know, you can also get a better understanding of how each instrument is fitting into the track as a whole. And that will give you a better idea of the roles that each instrument will play in your own music when you're making your own productions. Another reason to use a reference track or reference tracks is to help you in mapping out the structure and arrangement of your track. And this is a great hack to help you get out of loop mode. So if you're someone who finds that you have no problem or issue making a 4, 8 or even a 16 bar loop, but you just don't know how to develop that idea into a completely laid out and finished track, then using a reference track is really going to help you when it comes to doing this. And I find the best way to do this is to import the track or tracks you want to use as a reference into your door and then listen to them, note down things like how does it start, is there an intro or does it go straight into a verse, what follows a verse, when does a breakdown happen. Making a note of these things will give you a better idea of how to structure your track. Also, listen to what happens in each section. Again, listen to the track you're using as a reference and note down things such as what instruments are playing in each section, how does verse 1 differ from verse 2, and how does it build into a chorus. By doing this, you will get a better idea of how to arrange and structure your track. Rather than just having an 8-bar loop playing for 2.5 minutes, because that would just get boring, you know. I'm sure you could loop your eight bars for two and a half minutes and call it a finished track, but that doesn't add the interest and the dynamics that you need to make a track interesting and to make somebody really engage when they're listening to it. I'm sure, you know, if you listen to music in your favorite genre, you can really just think about what makes that track interesting and why you like it and then get ideas of how you can arrange and structure your track. And like I said, if you if you import it into your door, you can not only listen to it, but you can visually see it as well, and you can get a really good understanding of how to arrange and structure tracks in that type of genre and the genre that you're listening to or using as a reference. So I also mentioned earlier on that I'm sure you've heard producers say to you or heard producers say, sorry, that you should reference your mix. So the use of reference tracks is not only going to help you when it comes to making music, but it will also help you when it comes to mixing and mastering your music as well. One of the best ways to get a better sounding mix is to reference a great sounding mix. And that might be something you've heard several times or over and over again. And if it's not something you've heard, it's so true. You know, if you want to make a great mix, you need to know what a great mix sounds like. And mixes of tracks that have been released, they're great to use as a reference and they're really going to help you when it comes to knowing what to strive for, if you like, when you're mixing your own music. Now, when you are using a track to reference in your mix, one of the first things you want to do is just make sure you match the level of the track to the level of the one you're mixing. If you don't do this, you will be thrown off by the fact that the reference track is a lot louder than your track. And the reason for this is because the reference track has been mastered. So 
just by bringing the level of it down using a gain reduction plugin or even the track fader, just bring it down until the level is matched, then you'll be able to make a better comparison and not be thrown off by the difference in volume. I think this is one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they're using reference tracks, especially in mixing, is they don't take into account that the track you're listening to is it's a finished production. It, it's been all the way through the production process, it's been mixed, it's been mastered to a commercial level, and your track just isn't finished yet, you know? And, and think about that in every stage of your production when you're using a reference track. Always bear in mind that don't get discouraged if your track isn't sounding as close to the reference yet because that's a completely finished, mixed, and mastered production. And if you don't bring the level down, you are trying to mix against something that has a much higher volume because it's been mastered. And, and like, like I said, you'd just be completely thrown off by that. So make sure the first thing you do is just level match and then you'll have a better starting point to go from when mixing your music. And then once you've done that, I think the best thing to do is just to listen back and forth between your reference track and your mix. And again, just note down any differences you notice between the two. Listen out for what the reference track has that your mix doesn't, or maybe what your mix has too much of compared to the reference track. Then all you really need to do is just, again, go back and forth, make adjustments to your track, really until you feel like it's more in line with the track you're using as a reference. Just go with your gut on most of this, you know, at the end of the day, realistically, you're trying to make music that sounds good to you. And yes, again, that's subjective, but by using a reference track, it's really going to help give you more of a guideline to go against rather than just mixing off your gut completely. So then when you're happy with the mix that you have, then you can bring the loudness of the reference track back up. And then what you, you just need to do is just to match your mix to the level of the reference track because this way you're going to know it will compete at a commercial level because you're, ma you're mastering now, you're not mixing anymore, matching the level, bringing up that loudness so that it's going to compete when it's on playlists on things like Spotify and stuff like that. So I also mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I would talk about when and how to use a reference track. So if you're wondering when to use a reference track, like I said, I like to use one right at the beginning and then in each step that follows. Now, the main reason for this is because it inspires me when it comes to creating a track and it can give me a guide to follow when making music in a genre similar to the one I'm listening to. And I've mentioned this as well, but the easiest way I find to use a reference track or tracks, it doesn't, you don't just have to stick to one track. You can use multiple tracks, but just make sure they're all in the same genre and style of music that you want to be inspired to make. You know, you don't want to be trying to make lo-fi hip hop and, and bring in a, a metal track. You know, that's really just, you're not going to get the same results. You, you know, they're two different styles. So just make sure that the reference track you're using is in the same style of music that you want to make. And then just import it into your door and then just listen to it. And I say listen to it, but when I say listen to it, I mean actually listen to it. You know, listen for all the things I've already mentioned and write them down. Or if you don't want to write them down, do whatever it is you need to do to get a better idea of what goes into making that style of music. And one thing I will say is 
Don't be overly concerned about making your track sound exactly the same as your reference track. That is not the goal here. The goal is to get a better idea of the characteristics of the type of music you want to make and get inspired so you can make your own music in that style. And honestly, don't worry if you feel like you're not getting the desired results right away. Because as with anything in music production, it's going to take time and practice. But I really promise you that if you stick with it, you will see a massive improvement as you use this great tool to grow your skill set. You know, I can't stress enough about how great using a reference track can be when you're just getting started in music production. But as I've said when I spoke about using a reference track for mixing, just bear in mind that the track that you're listening to that's already a complete production. It's already finished and released. So your music isn't going to sound like that straight away. You're aiming for your music to sound like that when you finished your track, you know, not right at the beginning when you're just laying down your chords and your drums and stuff and you sit in there and go, oh, my track doesn't sound anything like the track I'm using as a reference. Well, it's not going to because that track has been completely produced and it's finished. So just always bear that in mind. And like you said, the goal is to not sound exactly the same as the reference track. It's taking inspiration from it and using it as almost like a map or a guide to inspire you to create music in that style and that genre. So using a reference track can be a great way to help you get a better understanding of just what goes into the style of music that you want to make. You can also use it to help you get a better idea of the types of instruments to use and the role that those instruments play in the music you're making. You can also use a reference track to provide you with a guide on how to arrange and structure your track and also to help you when it comes to creating a mix more in line with the genre that you are making. Using a reference track or tracks can be a great tool to help you get a much better understanding of the direction to take your music in. And that is honestly one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of using reference tracks. They can really help you just get a better understanding of really what goes into making the type of music you want to make. And like I said, the characteristics of the type of music that you want to make. So my action step for you this week is just to try it out. Pick a track to use as a reference and listen to it. Write down things like the types of instruments that are used and things you notice about the track that you like. And then make your own track inspired by the tracks you're using as a reference. You know, give it a go, import a track into your door, listen to it, note down what it is about it that you like get inspired and then use that to make a track. Like I said, the goal is not to make your track sound exactly like the reference track, but just get inspiration from it and use and borrow the ideas that you like from your reference track. So that is all I have for you in this episode. I really hope you found it helpful and you were able to take something away from it. And I really hope you will give this great tool and trick a try in your own music production. Give it a go, see if it works for you. I honestly personally think it is a great tool that you can use. And finally, if you are someone that is new to music production, I have put together a free guide for you called How to Make Music in Eight Simple Steps. It is a step-by-step -step process that's going to take you from 
starting at the beginning, which is using a reference track, and going all the way through the process so you can get a fully produced and finished track. And if that's something that interests you, I will leave a link in the show notes so you can go and check that out. How to make music in eight simple steps. It's a completely free guide, but like you said, it's going to take you through each step of the process so you can go from starting your track to getting a completely finished track. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope you have a great week, make some great music, and I will talk to you again soon.